Hi there. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Woman Podcast. My name is Tomiwa and the time is 7.07 a.m. Today we're going to be focusing on five ways to regain confidence after corporate challenges. Five ways to regain confidence after corporate challenges, after going through you know, maybe a situation at work, speaking in your business, you know, continuing the work somewhere, sent you into a dark place or sent you into a place where you felt like, wow, you know, confidence was really affected, it was battled with. So to really um, jump into that, we're going to first of all use, there's a, there's a Bible verse I'd like to share with you just as a watchword for this podcast. And that is Isaiah 53 verse 2. The New International Version says, Shake off the dust, rise up, sit and throne Jerusalem. Free, your, free yourself from the chains on your neck, daughter of Zion. Free yourself from the chains of your, on your neck, daughter of Zion. Okay, so there is another verse of so the English Standard Version. It's the same verse, I'm just reading another version. It says, Shake off your dust, from the, shake off yourself from the dust, be seated, lose the bounds from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. So, you know, lose the bound of your, or off your neck. Lose the bounds from your neck, lose the bounds off your neck, free yourself from the chains. So again, it's all speaking to the same thing, which is just, you know, encouraging you to really rise up from that situation. So step into, an, you know, a new version of yourself from that situation. Just recover from that situation. Lose the chains and the bounds that that situation has had over you. There is a book, um, you know, that we talked about, I think, on one of the other episodes, which is that the body keeps score. And sometimes when we go through challenges, situations like that, we're still carrying that weight and we haven't let it go. Even when we've moved on to maybe another job, we've moved on to start a business, you know, it's still affecting our confidence. So again, you know, just as this is just an encouragement um, to really lose yourself in those chains. Okay, so without further ado, I'm just going to jump right into the, 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 the five points. The first one is really getting back to basics, your identity in Christ. Growing up, I think, you know, this was my experience anyway, growing up, a lot of my work was tied to my identity. You know, a lot of my work was tied to performance, right? Um, and so, you know, for example, when you're growing up, if you didn't do well in school, in fact, whether or not you were going to spend your, your summer doing lesson, or if you were going to go on holiday, you know, all of those things. And so that you embed and you continue to carry that on. You get into the workplace as well, and you find that some people are really rewarded, you know, the superstars of the department, the superstars of the team. You know, and so again, um, and work encourages you to perform for reward. It encourages you to network, to step into this version of yourself that is, you know, that is who your manager likes to see, you know, to be proactive. So again, that performative, um, performative action is really rewarded basically in, in the corporate space. And so because of that, we forget what our identity is originally rooted in, which is actually, you know, in Christ. It's who Christ sees you as not who your job, your work, your parents, whoever see, see you as. It's actually who Christ sees you as that matters. There's a book called Search for Significance. It's by Robert Lodi. I encourage you to read that book as well because it really helps you get rooted in your identity with Christ. So get into the Bible, you know, even some Bible verses. What does the Bible actually say? What does God say about me? You know, the, um, the, you know, the Bible says I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, again, God doesn't make mistakes. So, Things like that, those kind of Bible verses really, really help you. So you want to get into that. So get back to the basics with that. The second thing is to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the things that you're good at. What do I excel in? You know, sometimes we're, 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 we're struggling in an industry that actually 
you're not even gifted for but just because maybe it's where you spend so much of your time you happen to you happen to fall there because you studied law so now you're in the legal you know in the legal world you're working in law firm you actually don't like it you feel like you're struggling your skills don't really match but because this is all you've ever known it's your comfort zone and so you feel stuck so again the first thing asking the holy spirit like reveal to me what are my gifts everybody has gifts there's gifts of healing gifts of wisdom gifts of foresight gifts of discernment gifts of healing can look like maybe you're meant to be a counselor maybe you're meant to um, help somebody with their fitness maybe you're meant to help someone coach somebody through difficult times coach somebody into confidence coach somebody into healing their finances it can be anything coach somebody into anything right you have words of wisdom you might be a teacher you might be somebody who, you know, you have that gift of teaching. You can take a concept and you can explain it to a very difficult concept. You can explain it to a five-year-old. You might mean that you have a gift of teaching. Maybe you're somebody who's meant to write books. You know, there are so many gifts that we translate into the practical. But the Holy Spirit has to really reveal that thing to you, reveal that gift to you, but also reveal how the expression of that gift you're going to have. Some people heal through their music, through their songs. So people heal through their words, so they're writers, they write books, they write poems, right? So again, the Holy Spirit gives those gifts and then he also reveals the expression of those gifts to you. So you have to really nurture that relationship with the Holy Spirit and ask him, and it works, it works. Ask him, you know, it's real. Ask him that you reveal these things to me, you have to pray. But I want signs of what my gift is, what I'm supposed to be doing. And those signs, you know, yeah, and I want to just make it very practical for you. Because sometimes when it comes to things of the Holy Spirit and things of God, we're always waiting for big drama. And it's not always big drama. It can be in the form of you keep seeing something coming up on Pinterest. You keep seeing something coming up on TikTok, something coming up on Instagram. And you think, wow, this is something that I, I think I can do well. That's probably a sign in itself. Oh, wow, I really would have loved to do this. You know, if I wasn't doing, if I wasn't working in investment banking, I'll be working in this. If I wasn't doing this, I'd work in wow, this is something I really, so you have this feeling of like warmth and dare I say jealousy, you know, let's, let's, let's call the word. So you see somebody doing something and there's a tinge of jealousy. Instead of going down a negative rabbit hole, you can actually think, actually, maybe this is just a sign that, you know, it's something I'm called to do. It's something that I'm good at and maybe I should explore this. Again, you want to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal those things to you, to you through signs, through ideas, through inspiration. Okay, so let's go into the third thing now. Once you have the inspiration from the Holy Spirit, you don't leave it there. So it's time to really dig deep into those things. It's then that, okay, well, actually, I might be an investor, you know, I might be really good at events. You know, maybe I was a project manager before, but or maybe I was doing something else before, but I'm actually very good at planning. You know, maybe I was working in tech before, but I enjoy planning. My friends always reach out to me to plan their parties, da 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 da. da. That might be the, the new route for you. It's not just to then sit on it and think, oh, I would love this, I would love this. You want to do something about it. So you're going to create a new route, right, for craft mastery. To create this. So the third thing is to create a new route for craft mastery. I'll give you an example. When I was, you know, I started my career working in investment banking and, you know, I studied economics. My dad had said, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> and so that's what I did, right? Of course, I... I think from the first day, in the first week in, you know, an investment bank, I knew wasn't for me. I knew that it just wasn't, it just wasn't the thing that I was meant to do. And, and therefore, I wasn't necessarily doing the best that I could there. But I found that, uh, you know, for me, what I enjoyed, I enjoyed, you know, planning. I enjoyed, you know, taking strategy, taking turnings into action. And so an area that was really revealed to me sometime around the pandemic, actually, was that maybe programs and project management, that kind of work, consulting, strategy consulting, 
delivery, strategy delivery, and all of that. So what did I do? Instead of sitting on it, one, I had to, I'd gone and done my master's. I did my master's before the pandemic, but again, I did my master's on my way into consulting because I needed to get some more business skills to help me. But so the master's, and then during the pandemic, I went to up training, the training and projects and programs, you know, certifications and all that. For you, that may not be certifications. It might just be reading a book. I also read books to help me with this new that I was trying to pivot into. I joined coaching programs, I joined you know, teaching programs, courses, seminars, that kind of thing. So that was my own route mastery. And then that allowed me to then pivot into a new industry, to pivot into you know, the industry of like program directorship and that kind of work. So again, there's a gap between where you are and where you want to be, right? And you have to craft that route by yourself. What, is, what does this look like? That What helps with that sometimes is even going on some of these LinkedIn that, that is doing what you want to do. Or going on their Instagram and just reaching out, you know, for an informal interview. That is an informal, you know, conversation, an information interview, actually, instead of an informal interview, an information interview. So it's just information driven. I'd love to learn more about what you do. Um, is there, you know, this is what I currently do now. Are there any skills that you find are transferable that maybe I could highlight in my interviews and in my job search and that kind of thing. So again, you're reaching out to somebody, you're, you're, you're really looking at their LinkedIn, looking at what they did before and thinking, how can I close the gap between where I am and where this person is or where I want to be, basically. So you're crafting that new route. That's number three. Number four is then, you know, just making sure, right, that as on that route, we're really um, on that journey to rediscovering purpose and passion. So what do I enjoy? What is my dream role? What is it that you know I need to craft mastery to? And then you want to really make sure that you're reading the books, you're really following through. You know, sometimes it's it's very exciting to discover a new thing, but it's not as, as exciting to follow through. So on that journey to rediscovering passion and purpose, you want to really add that zeal, you want to be committed, right? So sometimes we're doing the same thing, but it's easier for you to just submit a CV for a struggling career, a career that you know you don't want to be at anymore, because will probably guarantee you an interview. It's easier to do that than it is to pivot. So the idea here is that as you discover that passion, don't leave it hanging. You want to really put in that work, read the books, schedule the informal or information interviews, find that value intersection, start to you know revamp your CV, revamp your cover letter, and start to create your transition plan. Start to action your pivot or transition plan. So it's putting action to your discovery. That's number four. It's putting action to your discovery, right? So number two, the Holy Spirit has revealed that to you. You have that exciting discovery. Number three is you develop that route to, you know, mastery. You map it out on paper. But number four is implementing, right? So you actually have to go for it. Now that you've mapped out what you need to do, you've scheduled those information interviews. The person has told you, well, actually, you don't even need a certification for this route, but you might need to brush up on your skills on X, Y, Z. Take a course. Take a quick course. It doesn't have to be so expensive. Just there's so much knowledge out there right now that you really have no excuse not to nurture um, an area of expertise. So again, it's really, really developing that area of expertise. And number five, finally, is that any transformation in life, any transformation, any change of season, requires a you know it's a, it's, a, it's a battle that requires the war of words. So you square up to the season if you're if you're coming out of a difficult season or you're going through it right now. You're trying to pivot. You're trying to find a new role. You want to quit your job. All those kind of things. They require you to square up to the season. So you cannot cower back. You cannot cower down in fear. You cannot bow your head in fear. You have to square up to the season. And how do you do that? Through the word of God. So you have to find your scriptures. 
what is my scripture for this season? What scripture am I going to use to help myself get out of this situation? You know, there's some verses like Psalm 139, 14, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. There are also Bible verses that talked about God has not given me a timid spirit. Proverbs 28, verse 1, I'm bold as a lion. I will do great exploits. Isaiah 11, verse 2, I have the spirit of execution. The Lord's spirit rests upon me, a spirit that gives extraordinary wisdom, a spirit that provides the ability to execute plans, a spirit that produces absolute loyalty to the Lord. So you can find your own verses. Write those verses down on your, on your, on your phone, on your phone notes. Take, take hold of those verses, put them on paper, put them on your phone notes, and continue to read them. Read them out loud till they become your truth. And all of a sudden, you find that you're so confident. All of a sudden, you find that you're not afraid of new things. All of a sudden, you find that you're not slothful. You don't feel lazy when it's time to you know, go after your goals, when it's time to commit to your goals. So let's just quickly run through them. Because let me just summarize real quick. Um, five ways to regain confidence after proper challenges. I've talked about the Bible verse, which you can use um, as a starting point, Isaiah 52 verse 2, which says, shake off your dust, shake off, remove the chains of slavery from your neck captive daughter of Zion. So the Bible is saying God is calling to remove those chains from your neck. Number one is seeking, going back to, you know, going back to basics, seeking your identity in Christ, going back to basics, go back to basics and think, well, what are you saying about me? What is it that you've said about me? What glory did I have with you before the world formed? Pray that prayer, the Lord will give it. Two is working with the Holy Spirit, partner with the Holy Spirit, you know, get close to him, ask, you know, ask him to reveal to you the things that you're good at. What do you naturally excel at? What were you made to excel at? What were you made to do? What did God send you here to do? And what were you made to be good at? Number three, when you then have that thing, you have the idea, you have the expression through which it should come about into the world. You then have to develop your to mastery. I need to reach out to somebody to guide me. I need some peer mentorship. I need some senior senior mentorship. I need sponsorship. We're going to craft that with you. Write it on paper. Over the next 90 days, I need to do X, Y, Z. Number four, once you then rediscover that purpose and passion, you have to you have to follow through. Right? So number four is the follow through. That means take the course. You know, be accountable to the things you said you're going to do. Don't just take the easy way out. Tall and follow that path of resistance. It often leads to really good places. You know, when you follow the path of least resistance, it's like your comfort zone. So you want to follow the path of, you know, of um, resistance it's difficult and that's for a reason because nothing good comes easy five is you know the war of words so square up to the season with the bible find some anchor scriptures for yourself i've given you some today find some anchor scriptures for yourself and you know just begin to meditate upon those words speak them out and confess them 